Barr coming up the middle, free safety, trying to get it go. Coaches and coordinators to the Playbook Podcast. My name is Zach. That's my co-host Jared. Hello, hello. And we're here to talk about everything on the field, off the field, everything you need to know about football this crazy weekend. Well, Zach, talk about a crazy weekend. I mean, we might as well open it up with probably the game of the week. And I'm not talking about App State and Texas A&M like we're going to talk about. I'm oh, talking yes. about Texas and Alabama. Who saw that coming? No, everyone expected Texas to lose by two and a half touchdowns. There was a, a 20 plus point spread on there. Exactly. And Alabama scored 20 plus points. Look, Texas came to the day looking to beat Alabama. And they, if, if, and, and I know Alabama fans hate the ifs. I get uh, it because this is twice that you all have done it to Texas. To Texas. <laughs> Knocking their quarterback out in the beginning of the game. Quinn Ewers was looking immaculate. Oh, my God. I mean, he was throwing dimes up. And I, I'm sitting on my couch watching that game like, Alabama's going to lose. Mm-hmm. Alabama's going to lose with all the penalties. That, that it, was, it was not a Nick Saban team that came to play. Oh, no. It was very sloppy. Speaking about Quinn Ewers, if he would have hit that deep ball in the end zone, oh my God. the game would have been over. Dude, I, if – if Texas would have made that field goal, oh, exactly, the game would have been over. I mean, it literally it, a twenty to nineteen game. Even with a broken backup quarterback, you guys were struggling against Texas. So I it, look week two. Week two does that in college football. There's oh, usually if you have a big game week one, typically there's some regression week two. I just never expected to see that much regression out of a I mean, Nick when Saban you have team. a Heisman candidate and Will Anderson. Having four penalties himself. Oh my god, two in one drive. Oh my gosh, and then and then a stupid uh, roughness call when the guy's already on the ground. And he just runs in and goes boop. I'm telling you, that was that was one of the most undisciplined Alabama teams I've ever seen oh, in my life. Oh, I feel bad life. for them this week. Oh, they're running. Oh no, they, they're, they're still running right now. They're bear crawling. Yeah, they 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 have all lost seven pounds so far oh, this week. But they gained so much discipline. Oh, so much discipline. All the discipline. How about another one? Everyone thought since they won week one that it was going to be an upset this week, even though it wouldn't have been an upset because of where they were ranked, but it would have been an upset because of just where this team is going. And that's the Florida Gators and the Kentucky Wildcats. Oh, my gosh. AR-15, like, had a great game the week before. Yeah, just this week. He couldn't hit anything. Oh, he, he couldn't hit the broad side of a bar. No, he, and he couldn't. You know, our, the defense looked much better. They only allowed – Two big plays, one being a run play and one being a pass play. I was very satisfied with the defense, but it was just the offense was underperforming. It was one of them weeks where I wish we would have possibly ran it a little bit more. Yeah, even with AR fifteen. Well, like some options or something. He looked lost, you know, and and you got to understand is Florida Gator fans. I'm one of them. But they can really suck sometimes. Oh, dude! And, and, and Gator so fans, please fans. hit me in the comments with all all the nasty comments you have for me. Look, we've got to give a break to our quarterback, to our coach, to our program. 
Be there to represent them. Be there to support them. Homeboy had a bad game. It was his second start ever. You expected him to come out and win the Heisman week two? Look, no. I kind of I'm very happy of of the the start that he's had so far. He's young. He's got to learn. Oh yeah. And I think he's got a great coaching staff to to teach and and, and lead this program. It's just that the Florida Gator fans and boosters have got to give this kid and this coaching staff. I mean, y'all survived the Greg McElroy and Will Muschamp era. Y'all could do anything. I tell you, man. I, I'm excited for where this team's going, but there's going to be rough weeks. They're, they're not going to be undefeated SC champions going into the playoffs year one. No. And, and you know, as tight of a game as that was, it didn't even look that tight. Kentucky looked like they had a firm grip on that game the whole game. You know what I mean? Like, Stoops has done a great job with Kentucky. Kentucky no. has let that man do his thing. And look at them. They, oh, they they have been performing. No longer the basketball school. No, man. They are performing, you know. And I tell you, um, the team that's looking more and more like a basketball school is Texas A&M. Oh, my gosh. How do you pay someone $1.5 million to come to your home? And beat you. And beat you. <laughs> they, they ran your pockets. They ran you off the field. I mean, there's no other Sunbelt schools you can choose. You have to go choose the best one. Like don't don't hate on them boys, man. Them mountain people. <laughs> them mountain people. They train him running moonshine. You know, so I mean, I you know I I I projected App State to win Week One, and they only lost by a touchdown. Six seconds. Six seconds. Six seconds. I mean, they threw a forty burger in the fourth quarter. Exactly. You 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 shouldn't lose that. <laughs> them boys came in and said we're not we're not doing that again. And took Texas A&M's money, took their pride, and took them out of the playoffs. Because you know, I don't care if you beat Alabama. Let's be honest. You lost to App State. Bro, <laughs> App State might be getting Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> because he ain't going to make it in the SEC much longer with, with stuff like, like, like that. Uh, we just I'm, spent $1.5 I should have went, went to LSU. And we spent $1.5 million for our draft class. And we still lost. Hey, how about how about another top ten team, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish? You mean the Notre Dame always ranked too high, Irish? That's what happens whenever you're not in a conference and you get to choose and delegate your games. But you just need to choose and delegate your games wisely. I mean, Marshall was not a wise choice. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you would have woke up like, oh, we play Marshall. That's not a real barn burner until y'all play Marshall. <laughs> I'd say Marshall ran all over Notre Dame. God, I watched was, that game. They just... were up on them by like ten points, and then Notre Dame had to come back in that game, and they ended up coming back and going in the lead, and then Marshall ran it right back down the field and, and, and scored. So I, well played, Marshall. Well. well well played, Marshall. We are Marshall. We are Marshall today, and I tell you, I am with you, Marshall. Great job at beating the school that has no business being in the top ten, which they won't even be in the top twenty-five probably after this week. Uh, that'd be probably nineteen twenty. With no, an zero no, and two. Zero and two. Never mind. I forgot they're zero and two. Get I your ass out of the top twenty-five. Put, put App State Marshall top twenty-five right now. How about another? How about another? 20 and ranked lower team beating a top 10 team or a top 15 team. So, you want me to tell what's funny? BYU was actually favored to Dude, win. They were. And and I see why. 
I, you know, Baylor is a tough team. I love their coach. I love what he's doing up there. But I honestly didn't see. I mean, I understand obviously that the 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 pros know more than than the Joes. Exactly. But uh, I didn't see Baylor losing to BYU the way they lost to BYU. Oh no! But the ghost of Zach Wilson. Dude, BYU are tough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Zach Wilson sprinkled some uh, some love on BYU. <laughs> the Mormons had it going on last weekend. God, I tell you, I got good. I got BYU to win this weekend as well. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, they, dude, BYU they they are looking tough as nails, and I'm I'm excited to see what they do next oh, week. Dude, this week in college football alone was crazy. Now we get to Sunday. <sighs> Sunday, we Not got even. the NFL. You gotta go back to Thursday, baby. Oh, I mean that that wasn't crazy, but we'll we'll reel it back. That was to Thursday, Thursday we'll baby. Oh, we we gotta talk about his bills, Josh Allen. Hey, Josh Allen. How can you not talk about the bills, bro? Easily. Just that was don't talk that, about them. That that stiff arm. Oh my god, stiff arm hump. Oh my god. What else is Dude, he gonna do? <laughs> you know what? He might if he could if he could stick his tongue out of the face mask. He might look. Pull Antonio Brown just take his pads off in the middle of just the game. walk off the field. No, just go to the huddle without no pads. Okay, guys. Hey, Josh, you can't do that. I'm Josh Allen. Stiff and they probably the still couldn't take him down. This dude is insane. Oh, dude, he's, he's insane. He's on an MVP caliber season, week one. Round the corner. Hand to the side of a head and plant it into the ground and then get up with a joker smile. That is – that's you, sickening. You that's you a quarterback. Let me tell what's funny. The only two knocks you had on Josh Allen that game was his two interceptions. That was his wide receiver's fault. And it was. That's what I'm saying. Like, I – I'm excited for Bills football this year, and I've been excited for it for the past few years. But makes one of us. Well, you know, it took 17 years of darkness before we before we finally hired Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott to start changing our program around. And I tell you, ever since they have taken over, we have been in the playoffs four out of five years, and I don't see us missing it this year either. You mean tell what's also consistent in the NFL? Oh Lord, your mic falling off? Oh, probably. I'll probably do that a couple more recordings. But another thing that's consistent, I mean, we'll span the dawn of time. Yes. Is the Falcons choking leads. Oh, my God. I'm so tired of seeing the Falcons choke. First, what, it was 28-3? Dude, they were up on them. Now 26-10, to 10, and it's just like, Marcus Mariota, you're right. You're right away in the stereotype. Fourth quarter comes, what's going on here? Jameis Winston just showed why he got drafted ahead of you. Once again, once again, once again, once again. Didn't he do that at Florida State against Oregon in that championship game? They no, were no, down, no, Oregon, and he came Oregon, back? No, Oregon just beat the dog shit out of him. That's where you have James Winston. That's right! Yes. That's right. I was so excited about that because I'm a big Florida State hater. So, like, that's right. I don't that's, like That is right. But, no, talking about the epic fail of the Falcons, that was the epic fail. Oh, and you there's more can, to come. You gotta stop losing like that. You got you got players to win. Not many. A few. Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Trick London. Too soon to tell. Too soon to tell. I mean, he, hey, he had some contested catches. Too soon to tell. Bears and Niners. That's another game. In the rainbow. Hey, Bears Bears won in the NFC North. <laughs> The Bears. <laughs> no, the Bears do not win the NFC Come North. Come on, everyone. you see Justin Fields? Please, please do not hit the unsubscribe button. 
because of what just was said. I'm telling you right now, hot take. <laughs> hot take. Hot take. Yeah, that's that is extremely hot. No, but in all honesty, it, it was a decent game. Sloppy, sloppy on both sides. Trey Lance not looking like a starter. Should have like I don't know like Jimmy G wasn't a bad starter last year. You know though, if I'm if I'm Shanahan. I will see what Lance does this week. And if nothing changes, I might go Garoppolo week three. If if he does win week two, I let him start week three. But I'm saving Jimmy G. So like when the, that, that second half of the season rolls around and we need to make that playoff push, and if Trey Lance doesn't look like it, you know you got Jimmy J in the back pocket healthy. Oh, yeah, and then... Like, the 49ers are one of them few teams, like, if things fall right, they could be a real playoff contender. They could. And and they got some weapons. Brandon Ayuk. Debo Samuel. Debo. I mean, you know, I know they just lost Elijah Mitchell for two months, you know what I'm saying, which we all kind of saw that at the beginning of the season. But, you know, San Francisco could be that team, just like Green Bay. You know, you lose week one, and then you make a, 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 a mad run. Oh, yeah. I mean, they did it last year. And I – um. That was that was a tricky game though. I just did, I, I think all of us saw San Francisco winning that, and it just that's football, man. That's football. Dude, another game I really want to talk about is an Alabama alumnus himself, Jalen Hurts. Y'all better put some respect on my man's name. I've been calling this dude for like two years. When everybody was knocking on him two years ago, I was like, bro, Jalen Hurts, the man. He just had to refine some of his passing. He had to get confidence. Yeah, because gotta- he lost that confidence going from Alabama to Oklahoma. He did not look like the same Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma that he looked like at Alabama. No. Alabama, he looked dominant until uh, Tua came in and he felt threatened by his job. Uh, no, it, Tua came and took his job. But that's what I'm saying. Then he went to Oklahoma. He didn't look like the Jalen Hurts that was at Alabama. Move forward to the NFL. Year one was suspect, you know what I'm saying? But he had a starter there. Then last year he came in and he, dude. Dude, took him to the playoffs. Took him to the playoffs. So I, dude, with the addition of AJ Brown, and if Miles Sanders stays healthy, and Devontae Smith, and you got Dallas Goddard, God, that is a serious. That's that's serious that's the moment. NFC East championship right there. I, I I feel like I feel like the Eagles. We we called it in our, in episode two. Uh, we both think the Eagles are going to win the NFC East. They got to. I mean, with the weapons that they added and the way that they're playing right now, I, I mean, look, they played the Lions. Lions, respectfully, are always known as the homecoming team, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like it almost feels like a guaranteed the win. Jaguars. Yes, if you will. But I mean, dude, the Lions. I'm excited, bro. They lost, but like they did it in Lions fashion. They lost within five points. Now going from one Alabama quarterback to one we just talked about taking his job Woo! to a tongue of Iowa. Talk about Alabama quarterbacks. Both. Both. Mac Jones or Alabama quarterbacks. doesn't have an offensive coordinator. Nope. You you have Pistol Pete calling plays. Pistol Pete. And then now you got the Dolphins, who Tua didn't look bad. Like, Dolphins fans were, uh, like, everyone hating on the Dolphins. Like, oh, Tua can't throw a ball. I want more, though. I want to see Tua sling the rock i want to see Tua throwing consistently like you don't just score 14 points in the second quarter and then throw up three in the second i mean in the first and the third and nothing in the fourth if you're going to compete for for a playoff position 
I want to see you moving the ball and scoring every quarter. But this is their first year in that offense, new system, new schemes, new players in that offense. So you got to let time for it to grow and, and mesh. And that, mesh and all that stuff. Touche. It, was, it wasn't a bad game. Like, you can't knock to on that game. He made the right reads. He did. He might have had some bad throws, but what quarterback is going to throw a 15 for 15 game? I mean, technically, they are leading the division right now. They are 1 0. Yeah, and they are number one in the division. They are number one in the division. Now let's talk about the last team in the division. The Jets playing the Ravens. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Lamar Jackson's season is here, everyone. This is the season that we see Lamar Jackson do some of the dumbest shit you've ever seen in your life. This is a contract year. And if anyone knows anything, especially fantasy football-wise, if it's a contract year, this is a player that you need to go after. Because this is a year that they have to make their name so big and so bright so they can get a fat-ass paycheck at the end of the year. And Lamar Jackson is betting on his ass so much that he didn't sign a contract. He just took the $23 million, and you know that they're going to franchise his ass next year. I'm telling you, everyone, this is the year. I'm, a, I'm Josh Allen 100% all the way, but this is the year Lamar Jackson, I think, does some crazy he shit. He goes to the second round of the playoffs, then loses. I could see that. <laughs> but, but, I, but I see it. If he gets to the second round of the playoffs, cha-ching. Oh, even if he makes the playoffs. Cha-ching. 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 But no, stellar game. Jackson threw three TDs. You know... We saw some new wide receivers come to the to the forefront for the Ravens, um, and Duver Duver Duvermay uh, Duvermay Duvermay. I, I don't it know. is such a crazy last name. I don't know where you where you all find these people, and their last names. It is amazing. But I'm here for it. But I'm here for it. But I'm here for it. But Duvermay killed it. But it was against the Jets. Who who are they? Sauce Gardner looked good against Mark Andrews. Look at Michael Carter, bro. They saw they thought they thought it was going to be a, a Brees Hall. Michael Carter, man, ten carries, sixty yards. That ain't bad for for a split backfield. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to a team that no one really likes in the Jets, 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 Jets. To Duval. Yeah, the 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 Jaguar is. And y'all fans need to quit hating on Trevor Lawrence. Jesus. Look. It's his first year in a new offense after going through Urban Meyer. Trevor Lawrence is just fine. He's got receivers now. He's got a tight end that used to have rocks for hands. He, he, actually, he, he worked them in the offseason, and he molded them. And he can actually catch the fucking football now. Exactly. Shit is happening in Jacksonville. And I feel like the only reason shit's really starting to happen is they have implemented the ice cream policy. <laughs> I forget they still they did that. The ice cream policy. You have got the ice cream king on your on your coaching staff. And it is ice cream after every movie. Yes. So watch the ice cream pour all over Jacksonville. I'm telling you. You guys win the division. With the AFC South, what they look like, Jacksonville has actually a shot to win this thing. Everyone's 0-1 still. No, 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 no. No, no. wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh 0-1. Yes. Jacksonville is 0-1. But they scored the most points. (laughs) They did score the most points this week. (laughs) How many points did Houston score? 20. How many points did the Colts score? 20. How many points did Indianapolis score? 20. And how many points did the Jaguars score? 22. That is insane. <laughs> Everyone scores 20 points. If in we this. were in any of them games, any of them. The Titans, 20 we points. Won. We would have won that game. 
Titans, Colts, and Texans, 20 points. That is insane. King Henry, where are you at? Dude, Shaquan. Saquon. Where are you at? He's in New York. Where are you at, Saquon? Saquon showed out. Was the number one running back this week. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. He had the most rushing yards, followed up by close Jonathan Taylor with the Colts. But Shaquan showed the reason why he was a first-round pick finally again. Yeah, and Saquon, he toted the rock. He showed he still has hands, and he showed he still has that explosive speed and sideline to sideline movement. It was beautiful to see him actually catching the ball out of the backfield as well, making his juke cuts, and running people over. The two-point conversion to actually win that game, he destroyed that linebacker. Oh, he did. So I, I'm, I don't think the Giants do anything this year because they're they're rebuilding. But I don't think they're a top five pick. I don't know, I'd say I say ten, top ten. But that's what I'm saying though. I don't see them in the top five. They, they I think they win. En- I think they, I think they win enough to get out of the top five picks. I can see them third place in the NFC East. Let's talk about the uh, NFC North champion this year in the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Oh my gosh, they face. The withered skeleton of the Packers offense. I'm telling you, Anthony Lazard killed it yesterday. I thought it was Allen. Or Allen Lazard. See, that's how much I he's that's how relevant he is. I don't even yes. know his name. Yes, and so then, that's what I'm saying. That like, comment, and subscribe and leave us some comments below and let us know some more names that we can talk jack about up. Anthony Lazard. <laughs> that might have been a, his brother <laughs> that play. He probably would have caught the ball better. Oh probably. But Jesus. speaking about someone who couldn't catch to Justin Jefferson catch, oh catching God. everything in sight. He caught the cure for cancer, probably. Nine catches, 184 yards, and two touchdowns, everyone. That is insane. Like, this new offense that Minnesota is rolling out is just ridiculous. With with pass after pass after pass after pass. I think they only ran the ball about 20 Five times. Not I think I think it was a little bit closer to thirty because the end of the game stuff. Not not good for Dalvin Cook and fans. I, dude, Dalvin Cook t- had twenty carries for ninety yards. The only thing that would have set him over the edge fantasy wise would have been a touchdown. He had a couple. He had I think I think it was like six six or eight receptions out of the backfield, and he had twenty touches rushing the ball. I'm excited for what Minnesota is doing. Minnesota could be a dangerous team out there in the NFC. Like, hey, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, man. I think the two teams that are 0-4 in Super Bowl history, being the Minnesota Vikings and the Buffalo Bills, could be your Super Bowl this year in Arizona. Now, speaking about one NFC team that's doing great to another one, not in the same division, but it was your Sunday night football game. The Cowboys. Wow. Ooden boys. Wow. You know, I think if we've learned anything is the Cowboys love shitting the bed on primetime. Oh, and I, I can't even start. Let, let's start with the biggest news. Dak Prescott getting injured. My thumb hurts. What was it, dislocation? Yeah, they, they wanted to do something like they did with Russell Wilson last year and put a pin in it. But I think they're – I. I can't remember if they said they're going to avoid that, but they're not putting him on the IR. They're actually going to keep him off the IR and hope to get him back within like six weeks. So you have you have Dak Prescott who's re-injured himself. Dallas really doesn't have an offense. They have Zeke Elliott who yep. just fell off. Tony Pollard who is a great second string running back, but not a good first string. I tell you though, I 
let Zeke slip a little bit, man. I think I think this could be the year Tony Pollard potentially like kind of takes that role over because of how expensive Zeke is. Oh, they, this is the last year in Dallas Zeke has, mm-hmm. and then you have C.D. Lamb who couldn't catch a cold in a in a snowstorm. He struggled so bad. He did. He it, struggled so. I don't. I don't know if if Tampa's defense is that great. Or if Dallas's receivers are just that bad right now. I, I think it's Dallas's receivers that bad. CD Lamb should not be that bad. He he did not look like the CD Lamb that they drafted. And I should owe five thousand dollars in debt. Look where we're at now. But I'm, and he was like a first round pick <laughs> uh, in fantasy would. football. In, in deep in a twelve man league, he's a like a first high second round pick because of where mm-hmm. where he where he is. And it's just crazy. But a crazier story that we have coming out of the NFC, which saved the NFC West from being the worst division, was Geno Smith time. Geno! Russell Wilson. 2008 first-round pick. Broncos, let's ride. <clears throat> yeah, ride your ass to the losing column, please. Hey, you're going to ride your ass home with tears in your face. Look, I'm telling you, Geno Smith was like a first-round draft. I don't know if you all remember this. You might not even have been born yet because that's how long ago it feels like. Geno Smith was a first-round draft pick out of West Virginia. Yeah, you remember that where he went to college? Yeah, West, Virginia. West Virginia. Because he, he, he was like, what, six in Heisman? Voting? Oh, man, he was big that year. Drafted by the Jets, which we all know does a great job with quarterbacks. Oh, very much you so. Know? Sorry, everyone that gets drafted by the Jets. But... uh. Ended up making his way to Seattle for like the past seven seasons as a backup. Loving life. Oh, he's getting paid. Russell Wilson leaves, and the backup could not win over the starting job. Gino, Gino looked like the Gino I think we all wanted him to look like. Oh, yeah. In the, he he in looked New York. like he was in West Virginia. Dude, he looked comfortable. God, and it's just... Like, did you see the, like the dip dodge out of, out of that blitz to just... A soft toss over the top to the tight end for like that forty-yard touch. Now the question is: Is the Broncos' defense that bad? I don't think they're that bad. I think this. We. I think we all need to just chalk this up as Week One bullshit. I can, I can concur with that. Typically, Week One, you're going to see the crazy wins that shouldn't happen. You're going to see the the players that shouldn't be doing stuff doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think. I think this upcoming week in week two with with um, the Chargers and the Chiefs kicking off on Thursday, I think we're going to actually start seeing like our regular guys starting to get the touches like they should have. Mm-hmm. Like your Devontae Smith that didn't have no touches this past week, he'll get his touches this week. Don't freak out just yet if you're a fan. No, 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 no. Like this is it's week one, guys. But I'm prepared for week three in college football and week two in the NFL, dude. Dude, week three is already setting up to be a, a great college football weekend. Um, have you seen Have you seen the games? No, I haven't. I haven't looked at it yet. So, let's start off with Friday Night Lights. Okay. With Florida State at Louisville. Uh, Florida State, I'm not sold on yet, but they did. They are unde- undefeated. Yeah. Um, I like this is this is Mike Norville's make it or break it season you know he's got to win right now he's got to win he's i think at the most he can lose his one game yeah and it better be to florida state or miami or do they play clemson i'm sorry clemson or miami thank you for correcting me florida state can't play themselves yeah exactly if they could they would lose (laughs) 
But oh, no, they could tie. They could tie. They could tie, tie. But I see Florida State winning this game in Louisville. Louisville just does. I know they beat UCF last week, but that that looked like a UCF win that they just gave up on. But I see uh, Florida State uh, with this win, and uh, we also have Georgia and South Carolina this weekend. Uh, no, no, trap no. game. I, I don't see it as a trap game. Spencer Rattler, overrated per usual. And Georgia, they I feel like they're in that Alabama mentality. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is a challenger. No, I, I, I no, I, I agree. Uh, Kirby Smart has got his men like in line to fight. Yes, they're ready for any battle that comes their way. I, I gotta give. I gotta give that man some credit where credit's due. As much as I hate talking about him and Nick Saban, both them dudes have got their shit and their programs together. Oh, exactly. Like they they go in to fight together. How about Nebraska? They are not frosty anymore. I don't care about them. Did Nebraska. you hear that though? Yeah. They, no, they, that was like the news this week. Yeah, though. No, like they, they should have fired Scott. Well, Frost. no, no, I I agree with you on that notion. That's what happens with little boys trying to come up to big boy football, <laughs> talking about winning. The national championship. And and to think, and to think, all them Gator fans wanted him so bad for a little bit. That would have made a bunch of sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. But. BYU Oregon. You get to see if Oregon is for real. I, I think BYU takes about two touchdowns. I, I, I'll take three on that action. Really? I'll take three on that action. Three on that action. Do we have any more big games this week? I don't think so. I think this is a lot of cupcake filled as well. Oh, it's that second round of uh, week games. Yeah, a lot of tune-ups. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I really see here is like, yeah, it's all it's all week games yeah. this week. You got true test, everyone. True test, and here it is. Texas A and M has to play Miami. I don't want to hear about Texas A&M anymore being a true chess. Look, they're a part of the cupcakes. I'm telling you right now, they're playing at Texas A&M again. Miami's coming to town. I got Miami by seven. <laughs> just, just because I'm from Florida. I got Miami by seven. I can't do it. I cannot bring myself to do that motion because it makes me feel cold inside. <laughs> yeah, it, it should. It should. But... I think that those games right there will be pretty exciting to watch this weekend uh, for our Friday and Saturday slate. Yeah, and I'm, and NFL looks pretty saucy too. Oh, saucy is not the word for it, bro. We're talking like week two games here. Buffalo and Tennessee on Monday night, which I think Buffalo should beat them. But you got L.A. Kansas City Thursday. I like Kansas City. So there's two sides of me on this. The one who would like to pick the game, which I think Kansas City, but I like Austin Eckler in this too. I get it for a fantasy perspective because you have him on your squad. I just, as much as I want Mahomes to lose, he doesn't lose. Last year was a fluke for the first beginning of like six weeks of the season. Nah. He got Indianapolis at Jacksonville. That's going to be a good one. I think Jacksonville could pull that upset again. They always I, beat them in, in Jacksonville. I need it. I need it in my life. I, I like um, I like the running backs you guys have. I do too. Chicago at Green Bay. It's sad. <laughs> sad it's this. sad that we're looking at that game as a competitive game. Sad to say this. I got Chicago about three. 
in Green Bay. Who's on Green Bay? Wow. <laughs> Sad to say that Chicago has a better wide receiving core than Green Bay. All right. Last game. Last pick before we close this bad boy up. Minnesota at Philadelphia. Another Monday night game. I my my heart and my mind is telling me two different things. I know. It's so tough because the lineups are so close. But I feel like it's Jalen Hurts season. Yeah. Philadelphia by ten. I don't think it's gonna be ten. I think Philly will pull the win off, but I think it'll be a, a higher scoring game. I think they both put up over 28 points. I think their defenses are good enough to hold under 28 points, but with how powerful their offenses are, I think it could be like a, a 35-31 game. I said what I said. And I'm going Philly. 38-28. Really? I said what I said, and I'm keeping to it. Well, as long as as long as Minnesota, as long as 14 of those 28 points come from Dalvin Cook, I will be happy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time we have. I would like a special thanks to the Sports History Network for having us. You you catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, soon to be Facebook. We're we're plugging in all we over are the world. Everywhere we are everywhere. We are coming for your living room. And Jared hit him with it one time. Everyone, please, once again, keep your playbooks close beside you. So on our next episode, you can pop them bad boys out, open your playbooks, and go over the spread with us. This is all we have for you tonight. You all have a wonderful evening, and we'll see you next time. Have a nice night.